Happy Friday. It's decaf day on a Friday because I was so busy this week. I couldn't record the podcast all week. And Mark, let us do it on Friday. Um, I'm feeling pretty good though. You know, it's a sunny day. Are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm really not. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually. I'm like, discussion about how you are feeling good. I like, I like you showing up the positive energy. That's good. I'm actually in like the worst mood. And I texted Mark and said, we have to record the podcast before I like to go stand in traffic. Like I am in the worst mood. I know I'm being dramatic, but he just showed me his dog. And so I feel pretty great. And it's like 75 degrees outside. Like, are you I, still, I, I actually didn't know that. I haven't been outside yet. I just took a slowing out at like 6 a.m. But yeah, I've been cleaning my apartment. So Kira That's never funny. comes here. I, I always go to her place. So like when she's like, anytime she comes for the weekend, I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to have to spend four hours cleaning because it's not great. <laughs> and I just like, let it go. And it's just like, it, it really, it's amazing how much like dirt, not even dirt, but like you throw clothes around and then like a week later it went from clean to like, I'm like, how did this happen? And then I'm so overwhelmed. Like I might as well just keep throwing stuff on there because there's already too much work. You want to hear about the most awful thing I've ever done that I've done that I did this week. I have been so tired. I put in all of my like sheets, my duvet cover and everything. I put them into wash on I guess it was Tuesday, Wednesday morning before I left for like our leadership academy stuff that we did this week. I was so tired Wednesday night and last night that I have slept just on my mattress pad with a quilt wrapped around me like a burrito. And I haven't even put the sheets back on my bed yet. You're a trash bag. Just at least, even if you did it for one night, put it in the dryer and then so the next morning you can do it. I know. And I'm going to go do it right one night, now. One night's acceptable. Maybe. Two nights is not. <laughs> Two nights. They are in the dryer. I will say they are in the dryer. Oh, I, finally, you're home. <laughs> they better be in the dryer. Every time I think about it, I'm like, I don't want to do it. And so it I takes two go. minutes to put it in. I understand the first night if you were super tired. Two nights is not acceptable for that. I, I, no, I don't it's agree. It's really not. It's actually completely. I'll give you different. one as a friend, but not two. I know. I am. I'm a trash panda. It's really bad. Like I need to get my crap together. So that's what I'm going to do. As soon as we finish the podcast, I'm going to go put my sheets on my bed because yeah. it's just, it's, it's, God, it's past time. Um, so there have been other people though, that have taken bigger L's than me this week. We're going to talk about some, some of the biggest losers of the week. That's kind of a good theme for this podcast. Biggest loser. I don't mean that might be too insulting. It depends who we're talking about. Like biggest, like, also I love that this is completely unrelated, but like there's this show on, I just kept thinking about the biggest loser, but there's this show on like discovery called too large of these fat people just too, and then large in these big numbers. I'm like, man, that's such an insulting title. And it's like two and then large is like this big on the screen. I'm like, I get that they're big people. Like they're trying to like, that's such an insult. But it feels like we're doing that to these losers of the week. Okay. Well, I'm not calling them fat. I'm just calling their personality. No, we're still insulting as losers. Like it's not, why don't we say people who didn't have a great week? Okay. But once I start talking about them, they kind of actually are losers, but okay. Okay. We'll say people who didn't have a good week. Cause that's what all of our topics are this week. Um, so first topic, biggest loser in Ohio this week was what was her name Chantel Brown no Chantel Brown was the winner Nina the Turner winner. is the biggest Nina loser. Turner was the biggest loser yeah. of the week and the thing is Ohio has a lot of losers so if you're the biggest loser in Ohio it's really a problem specifically Shout out to my Ohio Dave State Mike. specifically Ohio State generally speaking losers Just really anybody in the Cleveland area but no I'm sure it's a great um there was a huge huge election that kind of went into the radar because it, it was a democratic primary um but it pit Nina Turner, who's this kind of firebrand socialist, Bernie Sanders. She, she was Bernie Sanders' national director when he ran the last two times. So she's, just, and she's got a lot of name recognition in that area. And she ran against, and so she's running completely to the left. She ran against kind of a more moderate Democrat, at least moderate for what today's Democratic Party was. So it's kind of a, 
And Nina Turner was up like 30 points on a poll that was done about six months ago. And she ended up losing to Chantel Brown. Um, so you had AOC and Bernie Sanders coming there to, to rally for Nina Turner. And she ended up losing to kind of the more establishment um, Congressional Black Caucus, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden. Yeah. And it was a uh, it's just another indication. I mean, this is, you know, an 80 percent liberal city and they voted for the more moderate candidate like these socialists or these people who feel like people want these crazy progressives. They don't not even Democrats want them. So this whole idea like and they keep losing these big seats. And, and at some point, I mean, you saw what happened in New York mayor's race, too, like they're going to have to see people don't even though we think people want it they don't they keep showing us time after time they don't want these progressive policies even the democrats want something more in the middle they don't want to defund the police like nina turner said they don't want the green new deal they don't want medicare for all they might want something better like more liberal than what we have now but they're not these crazy policies and they're going to keep doing this and they're kind of destroying in some ways the democratic party within yeah aoc and bernie need to know that they are the exception not the rule Okay, that's that's just the God's honest truth. Like, I mean, I mean, they're coming from one from Vermont, which is a kind of a hippy dippy crazy state where that can happen. And AOC is from like a 98 percent liberal district. So like, yeah, you can win those. Corey Bush won in Missouri. I mean, there is those areas you can win there, but they're few and far between. If you can't win in New York City, the most kind of progressive thing, not even win, they didn't even come in top two in that. In top two. Um, yeah. And you're not winning in, in this Cleveland area district. That's like almost that's 90 percent like. You're not, this is not a movement. It, it's a couple people on the edges, but it's really just this like extreme faction that has an, an oversized voice for how much power they have. Yes. Uh, I, you know, it's honestly a beautiful thing to see because we can talk about it all we want. I feel like this is kind of like the plight of the think tank worker, right? We talk about all of these things. We say all these ideas. We're like, we know that this is right and this is wrong. But then you get the data and you're like, Remember all those times that we told you that this wasn't going to work and now we see that it's not working? It's like, going to keep not working too. Like they don't understand. You're going to continue to see this. And of course the Democratic Party is like, because in these districts, it doesn't matter that much. Then like it doesn't, whoever wins that primary is going to win. But when you kind of do the more contested districts where you have kind of a, a Democrat plus five, plus seven lean, you lose those if you had the socialist as opposed to that where you have a lot of people in the middle like, yeah, I'm a Democrat, but like, this person is so extreme. I'm going to vote Republican in this race. So yes. they need to figure that out. And I mean, I think the Republicans have, have some problems of their own kind of this, either you're completely pro-Trump or if you're like 80% pro-Trump, you're basically anti-Trump according to that. But like it's, they had their own proxy war, but it's just interesting seeing how things are happening. And, and I am unbelievably intrigued to look, with, look at what the 2024 presidential field looks like, okay. especially if Biden were to retire. I, it, it's just going to be this because I think AOC can run for president at that point, And it's going to be a just a bomb throwing. And it, I mean, I'm going to be interested to see it from both sides. I think both will be crazy. But just another indication, progressives don't like looking at numbers. They don't really understand math. So they're going to keep running. I think they can keep winning because they don't understand math, as you've seen from their economic policies. And they don't understand, I guess, election numbers either. Hey guys, if you learn nothing else from from Mark, learn that progressives don't do math. <laughs> That's the one. They don't thing. even believe in math. This one doesn't sound like. But. They don't trust the science if you really look at it, and they don't believe in no. math. Amen. They don't even think deficits a thing, so it's fine. Yeah, so it's fine. They they have no idea. Um, okay, another loser of the week, and I am going to call him a loser because he is a loser. Uh -oh. Governor Cuomo from New York. <laughs> loser okay, of you can definitely get away with that one. <laughs> loser of the week. He, you know, I've I feel like I was really early on the Cuomo's a loser train. Like I subscribe to that 
to that ideology. I've been subscribing to that for a long time. My my dad was on that ideology the day he won the governorship. So he's a he was before any of us. He's he's always because I guess he's been around for a while and he's always been a loser. Yeah. So I'm I'm here for the for the Cuomo's a loser. Um actually my notes say creepy Cuomo. Um he did you see Mark did you see it when he did that like statement he released that video there was I essentially yeah, a you power told me about that and yeah. then I saw other people comment it's like how does this help him? This makes him look even creepier. It was like a PowerPoint presentation of him kissing people. It was the grossest thing I've yeah, ever the, the PowerPoint was essentially like, I watched it. Like the PowerPoint was like, oh, I'm not just creepy in these 11 cases. I'm always creepy. So like, don't, don't think that it's like just the, like, this is just me. But like as I if that's like, that he's like, an all creepy person. How does one remove their own eyeballs? Like for, like, how do I do this? How do I just delete my sense of sight? Because that hurt. And the thing is, he is normally, for all his problems, he's normally pretty good at, like, press stuff. Like, he kind of understands how to use the media and play the media and, like, calm stuff. This was a, I mean, he's already in trouble, and he made things worse on himself. Like, usually statements like that can at least stop this. Like, they did not. They did nothing to help him. Even his brother can't bail him out at this point, which you got to love to see when someone who is just like the chief troll who calls everyone out on their crap all the time and and says that they're non-biased, says that we should we should call people on their crap. We should be the, the voice of the people. And then their brother does something and they're like, have you noticed the sky's blue? Like this man has not said anything about anything relevant all week. And, you know, you just you just love to see all the Cuomo's really getting dragged this week by everyone on social media. I know the Andrew Cuomo thing's easy to me, right? Like, I mean, he should have been in more, in more trouble for killing all those old people at the homes. Um, the sexual harassment thing should it, this should end his career. I mean, it I will just end do his the career, cherry right? on top. But I mean, it, it should have ended his career. The whole nursing thing. But either way, like that's an easy one. The thing that I don't hear people talking about is that I think Chris Cuomo needs to resign. I think it is absolutely unacceptable. Especially as CNN keeps saying, oh, you know, all the attacks by Trump, all these attacks by the right are not true. You are literally keeping somebody on staff who helped his brother, who's a governor. And he's like, and he's like, oh, I won't cover him. But they covered him all during COVID. And they just lobbed softballs, talking about what a great governor he was and how he's the best politician in America. But then when something bad happens, he somehow can't talk about it and, in fact, helps him craft yeah. the state. It just... It's everything CNN says when, when the right says, oh, they're not fair, they're the left, they, they, and they say, no, we're not. And now you have a chance to show it, and they won't. And they're going to let him stay on the air. And that is the biggest – he needs to resign. CNN already had very little credibility. I think they, if they keep him, they have none left. Check I don't want to hear anything about Fox News. I don't want to hear anything about MSNBC. If that's the case, CNN has lost every bit of credibility. Not to say they even had much now, but this ends – and this, this even – any veneer of, of kind of journalism gone. Right, bye. I mean, honestly, you know, if you're if you're taking cues out of the Cuomo playbook for running for office, um, you act inappropriately. You don't have a clue what you're talking about about policy. You um, make really bad decisions that put the health of your people, your constituents, at risk. And before you run, you just got to make sure you got a family family member in a powerful position to cover up all of the above things. Like it just doesn't make any, I mean, I guess it makes sense if you're a Cuomo, but if you're one of the other millions of Americans, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. And I mean, and I'll say this outside of all the awful things, like Cuomo is basically a good politician, which is not actually a good person or good at his job. Thing. Like he understood how to play the media and do all that stuff. But um, what is interesting is that 
on September, kind of the middle of September, the two heroes of the left of, of COVID, uh, Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, might both no longer be in office, which I think is very interesting that these heroes um, maybe were not quite as well liked by the people who, who were in their state. So we'll see what happens. I mean, we're not going to go into the recall because we can't, but um, it'll be interesting to see because these, these heroes of everyone that people should follow they don't look like heroes anymore. I can tell you that much. Remember earlier when I said it's really nice to say we told you so? Yeah. This is going to be a really fun one. I might I might throw a party on this year podcast. I'm going to have a sign. I'm going to have a cake. I'm going to have a martini. Like, it's going to be a really fun party when we can really also, say we told you so. We need, to do a, we need to do another, maybe not this one, but we need to do another election night. Remember how fun that was when we did the, the national so mayor? Yeah, we got to do that again. I wish yeah. we could do it for the recall. I know. <laughs> It has nothing not to, really related to Tennessee, but it has nothing to do with us. But no, like we would interesting, just interesting. Yes. We ordered so much food that night. I think I was bloated for weeks. I ate so yeah. much pizza and breadsticks. Pizza, that's right. Uh, that's we right. That's, so much that's food. a fun night though. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely do that next national election. Yeah, that was that was really fun. I wish we could do it for the recall. Maybe we'll just we have like, the, the Tennessee governor, maybe the Yeah, we can do that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Well, we'll it was just a good way to see where, not just the election, but to see where people stood on issues that we cared about. We did the exit, we did the whole election show. So, yeah. And we'll eat pizza on Beacon again. That was really fun. Um, So, another, I guess this isn't isn't a biggest loser of the week, but Tennesseans are about to find out that they unfortunately were big losers this year because we have started the process of putting together the pork report. Actually, a really cute. Thing happened the other day I was speaking in an event for a, a mother's group in Davidson County and there was a little boy there who was the foster son of one of the moms who was in charge and he had on his big headphones and he was listening to an audio book and I started and he, so he had no idea what was going on and I was there speaking and I was like you know every year we call out a, a laundry list of the biggest cases of wasted money or abused funds in Tennessee and honestly I think it's something that every Tennessean needs to hear and right at that time, I guess something happened in his audiobook that he liked because he goes, Yeah. And everyone, everyone cracked up. And I just thought, I need to take this kid around with me everywhere I go speaking. To just, just say, Yeah, when I talk about the corporate Hype the crowd, hype up the crowd. But this really is one of the more fun times of the year for us because we get to all year long. I think, I think I'm not going to get in trouble for saying this, but we have group texts amongst our staff members where we'll see something that's so egregious and it's just like really bad policy and we send it to each other make fun of it mercilessly and then say put it in the pork report and so when we get the email from jason who's on our policy team that it's pork report time with the spreadsheet i just go through my group texts and look and see what we've sent each other through the year that has just been like really really not okay and so this we've had a lot in the past month too right with the with the tendency on me and then the the national paying 1.8 million dollars for website but uh but I think another really cool thing happened that Justin got a text is that one, something that was in our pool report last year, I think you actually wrote it. That, I wrote it. Yeah, about the valets, basically the city of Nashville having this, you know, they're, they're supposed to charge as much money for valets. They only charge them $50 at these hotels to take up parking spots throughout the, the city. But the, one of the very few times we'll say something positive about the Metro City Council is Freddie O'Connell. They said, oh, see, I read the pork report and, he t- and they fixed one of the issues that they had. So like our pork report, it's funny, but it's also supposed to make a difference. And we've had numerous, you know, changes by the legislature, either the state or local legislature, based on what we put in that pork yes. report. So it's like, it's actually useful too, not just something that's funny. 
I mean, it is fun, but I really did appreciate, and we made a we made a point to call out um, Councilman O'Connell and tell and just say like you're doing the right thing. And he, you know, yeah, he did text Justin. He said, "I told you I listen," and I thought that was just it was really great. And I, I went back and read what I wrote, and I I was clearly fired up the day I wrote that because it was not nice. And you know, sometimes it takes just pushing it to say this is really dumb and why is this? Why are we allowing this to happen? So I'm really, I, I, honestly, I don't know if he listens to our podcast but if you do freddie o'connell <laughs> good job we, great job we like that not a loser this week opposite of a loser this no week. he's been actually i mean see honestly he's been like kind of a winner for the past year or so he i feel like been. he's become one of those very like obviously not does not agree with a lot of what we said but he's become a very kind of level-headed voice in the, in the council which there's not a lot of um, very sensible but the, this all to say that if you have good examples of the pork report i mean we're putting this together so we're going to have a finalized list in about two weeks Please send them to Taylor, just yes. taylorbeacontn.org. If you have good examples of something that's happening in your local community that you feel like should be on the pork report, let us know. Yeah, let us know. I and and I'll I'll give you credit for it. Send it to me. I want to hear it. Um, last thing I want to talk about this week is completely not loser of the week, unless me and Mark are the losers, which we maybe are. we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the last losers of the week are Mark and me. Um, <laughs> he just went shopping, which normally I would just absolutely rejoice over. But Mark went shopping <laughs> at places that he used to shop at. I guess I can say this because I'm about to confess to some things as well. But Mark, tell us, tell us what you've done. Tell us what you've done. So I actually, so I, I had to get stuff for my honeymoon. I realized I don't like, you, like at the resort I'm going to, you need to wear like they have pants for dinner, so you have to wear nice pants. So I like I have some pants, but I don't have really comfortable ones that I felt like are are acceptable for like you know Costa Rica or wherever. Uh, Puntacan is not in Costa Rica. So no, you're Dominican going to Mexico. Well, whatever. No, Dominican Republic, not Mexico. You're you're Dominican. Right. I thought, wow, I've been telling everybody you were going to Mexico this week. We are right about being losers. We don't understand geography. Um, but no, so I'm like, I was trying to get some cheap stuff. So I wanted some like uh, polo shirts and those, like, I got a couple t shirts. But like, I'm like, where's a good place I can get a lot for cheap? So I ended up getting stuff from Kohl's, Old Navy, and The Gap. And The Gap, those are the three places I got stuff from. I'm like, I've been there and like, I looked online, I'm like, they have some good deals and they have adult stuff. I feel like in my mind, I'm like, oh, they only have kids stuff because I haven't really shopped at Old Navy or The Gap often. I do shop at Kohl's uh, pretty frequently. Yeah. But yeah, so I bought a bunch of stuff there and I got, you know, like 10 pairs of pants. I got some shoes. I got like seven polo shirts. It was like $130. It was a great deal. So then I started making fun of Mark and then I started thinking. I went to a bachelorette party a couple of weekends ago and everyone kept saying, oh my gosh, those are the cutest shorts. Oh my gosh, it's a cute swimsuit. And everything was from Old Navy. And we were like, bachelorette trip sponsored by Old Navy. And then I thought, well, it's been a long time since I've been at Old Navy, but I was talking with my roommate the other day and we made a plan for this weekend to go to Abercrombie because apparently Abercrombie has redesigned their jeans. I haven't worn Abercrombie since I was like 16. So apparently I'm going to roll into 30 in my Abercrombie jeans or my American Eagle workout clothes like they have got the best workout clothes so apparently that is uh that's how I'm gonna roll into 30 dressing like Kat, Kristen Cavallari from the hills because I'm going to Abercrombie. Well, we, we like it for a reason right and I feel like they've adjusted so like I, I don't know I get it like it makes sense and it. It, it kind of surprised me because I feel like those are the places now granted I actually didn't shop there that much like kicks I used to always wear like athletic gear so yeah. I had like two American Eagle shirts and maybe like and a couple old navy I don't even know my jeans but maybe sweatpants I used to have the flag shirt from old navy that but um but like so i didn't get that much of the kid but like they had i don't know they had decent stuff and 
it was all reasonable. There's a reason they're still in business, right? Because the styles have changed. They obviously have to keep up with that. Right. And those are like, you're right about the jeans. There's the best place because they're like comfortable jeans and they're usually pretty reasonably priced. Gosh, I'm about to really hit up some Abercrombie this weekend. But the problem is that you have to wash their clothes like four times to get the smell of the store out of it before you wear it. Oh, okay. You know I, I don't know about like, that. Abercrombie has that very distinctive, like their cologne perfumey smell that you can smell over Cinnabon, over Annie Ann's as you're walking through the mall. Like you can smell the cologne over those smells. And that, you know, it's distinctive when you can smell it over Cinnabon. I'm just saying. I also noticed I have not gone in a store to shop for clothes outside of my suit for my wedding um, in probably like 10 years. I just get everything. I just order it online. It's cheaper. It comes right to your door. I don't like the idea of having to go out somewhere to get my clothes. You are really missing the experience. I The Green Hills Mall is my jam. I went to the Green Hills Mall last night to get some more moisturizer for my face. I love going to the mall. That place is the worst. The parking's awful. And if you're not going to go to the movie, I don't know if the movie theater is still open. Like I used to go to Jonathan's movie, but otherwise it's horrible. The okay. parking is crazy. It's so upscale. I actually think I might be going today. Take me not with you. I want to go. Not on purpose. No, me and oh. Kira, I think like I'm going to try, I'm going to open up a checking account at Chase and we'll probably maybe, I do like Cheesecake Factory though. Okay. Well, you need to go to Restoration Hardware Cafe. I, am, I have been there. I've been there okay. once. I am a big proponent of the Green Hills Mall. Maybe they'll sponsor me. Green Hills Mall, sponsor I me. I don't know if malls <laughs> can sponsor people. I don't even know <laughs> that. Like the stores inside. Um, okay, well, I'm sure there's nice stuff, but it's just so bougie. And it's like, I don't know. And they don't have any good places to eat compared to other places, like other malls. You have a great, their food court's trash. There's not even Chick-fil-A in there. No, there's not. But they have all those good places like outside, like they got the North Italia and Chopped and Cava. Mark, we just have different it, tastes in things. It's the, no, no, no. I'm okay with those, but it's supposed to be in the mall. That's the mall experience. I'm in a great food court. We're like, there's 15 great places. Which one do I want? Like that was my Panda favorite Express. part. Yeah. Oh yeah. The Panda <laughs> Express. Oh man. There's a Burger King and a Chick-fil-A. So let me get some fries from Burger King and they get a Chick-fil-A sandwich. I know like you can mix and match. And when there's a Taco Bell, uh, I actually grew up right outside the second biggest mall in the country, King of Prussia, and they had two food courts. They had one that was for rich people and then one for like me. And that like, there's a Taco Bell, there's a Cinnabon and there were so many places. And it was like, like I used to get like a slice of pizza, two tacos and like some chicken fingers. For me being in like, for me being in just like the worst mood in the world and like wanting to slam my head in a car door earlier this morning, this is, this conversation has really turned my day around. You're getting excited about, I know you're getting excited about feeling good. Maybe I should, maybe I should uh, forego like crying in my bed later and just go to the mall. Go to the food court. That will make you so happy and mix and match. Get three different things and you'll get a, get a milkshake. It's like, you'll be, you'll feel so good about yourself. I mean, not afterwards after you eat like 40,000 calories, but beforehand. Yeah, beforehand while it's happening. And then I'll just need to like shut myself in my room for the rest of the day and not talk to anybody. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to the mall. Okay, so just to recap, losers of the week, Nina Turner. Yes. Everyone with the last name Cuomo. Yes. Tennessee taxpayers soon once you realize how much, where your money went this year. And, and us. And most importantly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, have a good weekend, everyone. We'll see you later.